you're going to be able to see through new lenses. And that's what life with God is like. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dude I Love That podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Liv. And we are super excited, as always, to uh, dive into a new topic with you guys. Um, So today's topic, right off the bat, we're going to say is, life with God is not what you think. So uh, we each have points about it. We, um, yeah, just have some things to say about the misconceptions of um, once you're saved and what it's like to be a Christian. A lot of people have these common misconceptions. So we're going to debunk a couple things here today. Yeah, I think also... People have had bad run-ins with people that are legalistic, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of given like all Christians a bad name. It's just automatically like, oh, well, I met this one person and like they were this way, so all Christians must be. And it's like the only ones that ever get any quote unquote news or, you know, whatever is people that are insane Mm -hmm. and like going crazy. And the people on the side of the road with signs saying like, you're going to hell if you like don't believe in God, you know, like all that stuff. And while, you know, maybe these points are true, you can't just sit there and like shove in people's face. So- We are going to give a good name to Christianity today and just Mm -hmm. share with you what the day-to-day actual life with God is really like. So do you want to start off with your points first? Yeah, I can start off with my first point. Um, My first point was that you have to choose him every day. Yeah. Um, And this may sound kind of strange because you think once you're saved, like, oh, that's it. Like, we've already got this really close relationship, but... Or like, you've made the choice. Yes, Yes, you've already made the choice, but... Um, the enemy is real. He rules on this earth and it's something that you have to remember. So um, as someone who's only been saved for a short amount of time, I do find myself reverting back into old habits that I've had um, from my past self, I guess you could say, before I became a Christian. Um, I have days where I definitely feel my more um, depressed self, my more apathetic self, um, reverting back to that point, and I can hear the enemy just whispering in my in my head that you need to just give in, just give up. You're a defeated person. Um, you're not a new creation in Christ. Uh, but each day, I have to wake up. I have to stop the enemy in his tracks, and I have to speak out against him. And I start each day with a scripture and a prayer, and pray that um, the enemy be cast out of my mind in Jesus' name, because it's so easy to just slip and before you know it, you're back to your old self. Yeah. And I think also for those of you who maybe aren't saved or don't really know anything about Christianity, you know, we we don't want to put a label on anything and say that like, oh, this is just how it is for everybody. Mm -hmm. We don't want to, I guess, generalize it. But, you know, so many times you hear people say like, oh, I have these voices in my head. Well, let me just tell you those voices in your head is that's coming from the enemy. That's coming from the prince and power of the air who rules over this earth. And that's something I didn't even realize until honestly, even just a year ago, I, I, I didn't know that there was a distinction. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, obviously like, you know, the devil's not attacking everybody at, you know, in different situations, he's not, you know, omniscient or omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have little like minions, I guess I'll call them, which, you know, everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. And those are, those voices in your head, those are those things saying you're not good enough or, you know, the things that you hear about, like what you're putting yourself down or um, second guessing situations, things like that. Now, obviously, not everything is always the enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that we all have our own personal things that happen in our minds. Mm-hmm. However, 
we are saying that as Christians, we have the authority in Christ to say, no, you're not going to rule me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I cast you down in Jesus name. And it's not this crazy, like theatrical thing. You can say it in your mind. You can say it in a whisper. You can say it out loud. You can do whatever you want. But um, I think that's a really good point because the dichotomy here of like you being more of a quote unquote new Christian mm-hmm. and then me who's been saved almost my whole life. I think we're going to have a lot of different viewpoints on things because what you're going through may not be what I'm going through. Yeah. So I think it'd be really helpful for everybody to just kind of like understand both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I think the the part about making a choice, I think, is um, really tied into that. Most people think once you become a Christian, all of your problems just fade away yeah. and it's all rainbows and butterflies. And I do think the power of social media definitely has um, a role in that where you see these Christians online, you think they're just these happy-go-lucky people who, you know, just have no issues. And you think to yourself, I must be totally failing at this whole Christian thing mm-hmm. because they seem to be doing great and I'm crumbling. But I have to remind myself each day that um, finding joy and peace in the Lord is a choice that I have to make and we have to accept Jesus into our hearts over and over again. Um, and that it's an uphill battle, but we have to know that Jesus paid the price for us to make that choice to follow him. Um, so it's, it's definitely easier to sit in your defeat and to allow the enemy to just play games with you. But at this point in my life, um, especially as a fairly new Christian, I know I, I can't, deny that choice anymore. I have to keep choosing him every day. Yeah. And so. I do want to say one thing, because you said you have to keep accepting him in your heart. Like mm-hmm. the what she's saying is you have to make that conscious choice every day that he's going to rule your life, not the enemy, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, once you do accept him, you are saved. Yes. Like that's it. She's not saying that you're saved that first day. And then every day after that, you have right. to keep saying, oh, Lord, save me, you know. Right. No, it's um, not like a it's not like a conditional thing. Like, oh, I did something bad. Like he's not going to um, accept me. Obviously sin is still a thing and you have to repent for that, but it's more just like, it's more of a reminder to yourself of the mm-hmm. decision that you initially made when you became a Christian. And, um, it's just kind of like a refreshing of your mind and a reset every day. Yeah. That's more what it is. It's yeah. not that like, Oh, he's out of my life. And then I bring him back in, then out, then in. No, it's just like a daily reminder. Yeah. I do know people who do that though. Really? Yeah. They're like the Sunday Christians where they just, it's like, Oh, you know, I, I, Literally, like, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I'm just saying this is straight up what they do. They live kind of like a heathen. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day of the week except Sunday. And obviously, like, we all have shortcomings, 100%, that me included. Um, yes, we all do. Yeah, but it's like they, they don't live like a Christian. And they're doing, like, crazy things. Like, I'm not talking about they're just, like, not really living, like, how we're called to. I'm saying they're, like, going crazy. And so that choice they're making every Sunday is probably like truly accepting Christ back into their heart. Yeah. Um, Almost more of like a repentance type thing each Sunday, I would Mm -hmm. say. But then they just go back to their old ways. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so um, it's just like making that choice every day has to be such a conscious decision where you decide I'm going to let him rule my day. I'm not going to let my emotions or my circumstances or, um, you know, fiery darts of the enemy, which fiery darts are like um, things that the enemy will shoot into your mind that those like those thoughts that come into your mind, those voices in your head, those are what fiery darts are. Mm -hmm. So it's those things where you have to say, I'm not going to let that rule me. Jesus is in control. I am not. And I need to step back and let 
the ultimate project manager managed my life, mm. which if you don't know what that is, I kind of talked about that. Was that in episode one? I think that was the first episode. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. So, I just asked you about different encouraging words that you've, or sayings that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I kind of explained what Jesus being a project manager is in that episode, if you want to go check it out. But yeah, I think that's an awesome point. Yeah. I love that. I just think to myself, he already chose me anyway. So yeah. why would I not choose him you know? 100% your life is just so much more peaceful that way talk about like just consistent peace no matter what troubles are going on in your life yeah especially with like anxiety being such a big thing yes are you gonna if you are dealing with anxiety do you want to keep living like that do you want to keep having that that terror and that constant fear or do you want to give it to the one who you know made have it on earth and and the most beautiful thing you've ever seen mm. you know it's it's a it's a choice and it's we're not saying you have to make this choice you have a hundred percent free will you can do whatever you want we are just laying out the things that help us and the things that we believe and if you don't believe that cool that's like you know you have you have a choice we just know what's worked for us and yeah. um both we've both gone through our own struggles with anxiety and um for me it's also been more like Sometimes it is easier to be sad and to just be depressed, but it's it's no way to live. It's more fulfilling to just choose him. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for elaborating because I know sometimes <laughs> I get a little twisted in my words and you have more of a way with words in that sense. So, says the writer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, I'd love to hear your point now. Let's let's move on. Yeah, so one thing for me that I think so many times people don't get is they think that we have all these like rules and regulations that we have to follow when we get saved and that it's all about like you can't do this you can't do that don't do this you know you do this you're going to hell Mm. and that's not to say like you were saying that sin is not a real thing and um for me it's like there is it's not about rules and following these certain guidelines it's about freedom the freedom that comes from relationship with Christ is honestly beyond anything you could even like put into words. I think when, you know, you hear people say like, okay, well, you can't do that. Sure. There are guidelines put in place that help you not live with all of this fear and condemnation and all of this junk that the world so easily puts out there. Mm -hmm. It's really not about you can't do this. You can't do that. It's you have the freedom to not have to live with junk in your life. And I wish people would put that out there more because if they did, Christianity would seem a lot more appealing. Yeah. Because that is the truth of it. The core of Christianity is freedom. It is. And so I that's one thing I really want to get across because that like bothers me so much when you see crazy people on the side of the streets yelling at you. When you hear people on TV, like these crazy pastors. Those like fear tactics. Yeah, like shouting at you, sounding like they're literally about to like just go nuts it that i hate that like that just drives me up the wall fear just fear just only sprouts more fear yeah it'll just continue throughout generations and there's there's it's one thing to have like the fear of the lord within you like what they talk about in the bible which if you want to like read more up about that you can it's not Um, it's not fear as in like actual terror right yeah it's fear as in like um reverence right so yeah we want to get that across (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, um, that's that's definitely a good point because people see, you know, Christians get a bad rep in the media. Mm-hmm. They really do because all you're seeing are the people that are using these fear tactics and are using all of these super strict rules and they're they're rule-based. They're yeah. not love-based. Mm-hmm. And that's not what Jesus came here to do. He didn't come here to to reinforce all the rules that we're supposed to follow. He he came here to love us and to teach us how to love so that we'll just love him so much that we won't want to do anything but follow his commands. Yeah. And like I said, it's not a thing of you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't have any fun. Right. In fact, when you don't have all that junk in your life and you're not weighed down from all of these um, pressures and crazy obligations and everything else, it's like, are you not going to have more fun? Like, if I don't, if I'm not weighed down and, and just like, trying to just drudge through all the mess. Am I not going to be more free? Am I not going to have more fun? That's something I really want people to think about because if you think about the whole rules and regulations thing, they're all like, oh yeah, well, you know, you're, you're just going to go to hell. Like that's just it. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like another fear tactic. Mm -hmm. But while yes, when you do not accept the free gift of salvation, you quote unquote choose hell. Mm -hmm. I am saying that like, look, like I said, you can believe whatever you want. I am going off of what it says in the Bible. Yeah. That is where I'm basing all of my truth and all my statements. So if you don't believe that, then obviously that's not going to make any sense or whatever. And like we said, you don't have to believe what we believe. We're just throwing it out there. So, Amen. Um, <laughs> white card. <laughs> um, so what I was saying was when you're living in relationship with God, it's um, it's about freedom. It's about being able to do things versus being cut off from doing things. Um, so there's freedom from like depression, bondage, um, just comparison. I, so many addiction. other things. Yeah. Addiction. hundred percent. And that's not to say that when you're saved, you won't have depression or sadness, or you won't have moments of comparison or, you know, moments of fear. It's saying that you have a way out of that versus when you don't have any hope or anything to believe in, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And you fully believe that you're stuck because you don't know there's a way out. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that we, as Christians, as the body of Christ, we need to come together and that needs to be our message yes. because the world needs that. The world needs that freedom and that peace. More love. And they need more of an understanding that I know there's this thing um, in the secular world. A lot of people believe in moral relativism, right? Yes. which is more just, um, you know, the circumstances help you um, decide what's right and wrong, but why go around wondering what's right and wrong and and being so confused about what's right and wrong when you can turn to these clear guidelines that say, look, this is what's right and wrong. You don't have to be confused anymore. You don't have to wonder anymore what's the right or the wrong thing to do because it's laid out there for you. And having those laid, you know, laid out boundaries, like you said, it just brings more freedom. Yeah. And I think another thing, situations are going to come about when you're saved. It doesn't mean you're free from the things of life. Crazy things happen. You'll have the trials of this world. Right. Yeah. Um, But you can rest and have freedom in the fact that God knew this was going to happen from day one before you were even a thought before you were born. He knew this was going to happen. Now, some people are like, okay, well, why wouldn't he stop it from happening? Or why did this person die? They were a good person. Mm. That is what I hear so many times. And it's not he he's not letting them. He knows that we chose as humans back how many years ago that we want to do things ourselves and sin entered the world. And so now things are not in perfect balance like he originally planned. 
So because of that, he allows things to happen, but he does not make them happen. He does not cause them. No. So obviously he knew, you know, he knows the day that we're going to die. Like the time, the day, what we're wearing. But he does not cause things. And I think that's another huge misconception, sorry, that, uh, you know, he causes people to die. Or why did he, you know, cause my dog to get run over? Or like, so why does bad, why do bad things happen to good people type of thing? Yes, that is what I was trying to say. Thank you. (laughs) Who's more eloquent now? (laughs) We had our moments. Yes. So, yeah, I think it's the whole like project manager thing when you know that he's in control and he's looking after it and he has, he's omniscient, which means he is he knows everything he is like understanding different situations all at one time and he's omnipresent so he's everywhere all at once i would much rather have someone like that ruling over my life and controlling my situations than little old human me who has about zero power and really can only control things in a very limited way Mm -hmm. that's just that's how i feel about the situation man it's the white card moment number two of the oh, episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we need to start counting white card moments. <laughs> yeah, we could have a little counter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyways, I really like um, what you talk about with we obey because we love. I thought yes. that was so good. Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll elaborate on that point a little bit more because I was just thinking about how um, our relationship with our parents, if mm-hmm. we have good relationships with our parents, yeah. which I know for me firsthand, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, especially your father, when you love your father so much, and I'm sure everyone out here can relate to this. If you have a good relationship with your father, you know that um, you love them so much that you that you don't want to disobey them. Right. The only time yeah. you want to disobey your parents is if you are having an argument and you're mad at them or you're upset or you just truly don't have a good relationship with them. Yeah. But if you have a good relationship with them, you obey them because you love them, mm-hmm. you respect them, and you want to be living in their love. So I, I I think that if we do that with our earthly fathers, and even if you don't have an earthly father, just know that you have a heavenly father that um, shows so much love for you that if you show that love back, obeying the rules sprouts out of love. Yeah. It's not about, oh, you slipped up. It's, hey, look, we all make mistakes. Come on back. I love how um, Ryan Reese actually talked about that. He was talking about how um, what God's reaction is when we do kind of like screw up or sin Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I love the way he put it. He was just like, hey, man, you fell down. It's okay. I got you. Come on back. Like, let's do this again. Go and sin no more. Yeah. And it's, it's very, people have this like, thing of God like sitting up on a throne judging you and just like condemning Striking you down lightning bolts yeah and it's so not that way I mean he's literally like hey man look come on the most forgiving this. the most yeah. merciful way merciful than any other human is going to ever be to you yeah because humans are you know sometimes humans are sucky I mean that's just like and straight that's not the point <laughs> that's how all those you know legalistic rules came about is because yeah. of the human side of it 100%. because of you know this being human and um I think it ties into the misconception we were talking about that all Christians are legalistic and um, strict and um, very condemning and um, that they never do anything fun. And I'm going to be straight up with you guys right now. Um, Before I was saved, I kind of won. I was one of those people that just thought that, you know, they're all super strict. They're all very judgmental. They never do anything fun. They're all, you know, just boring, which is so not true because I still have fun now. I still, you know 
we all have fun. <laughs> Do you <laughs> As not Christians. have more fun now that you like have people in your life that you're like, man, they build me up and yes. it's like awesome. And I'm not walking around with the condem- condemnation. There we go. <laughs> We're just <laughs> having, having some trouble today. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, don't you feel so much more like light and free and happy? Yeah. There yeah. You go. And also just realizing, oh, wow, obeying rules is not their top priority. Their top priority is knowing Jesus, having a relationship with him. With him, And out of that, um, the rules follow out of respect for him. Yeah. And having and that respect, respect for yourself. Yes. Because I think um, one thing is when you are always like being told what you are by other people. It's like, you don't really know what's up. And so when you know for a fact that like he says that you're not those things, it's like, you're going to be good, dude. That's, you know, awesome. Yes. <laughs> because I definitely struggled a lot with yeah. that. Just and relying. so many people do. Oh yeah. People just rely on what other people think of them, what their boss thinks of them, yeah. what their parents think of them, what their friends think of them, mentors, coaches, teachers, you know, these are just imperfect people that are um, putting their opinion about of you on you. They're and looking through imperfect lenses. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's just, that is how it is. What the lenses you look through define how you see life. And their opinions are always going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the great thing about God is that his opinion of you is never going to change. And um, you can always, you can always start over with God. You can always start fresh. You can always go back to him. There's never any time where you're like, I'm too far gone. Yeah. No. And another misconception. Yes. And the further you get into it and the deeper you get into your relationship with him, the obeying the rules thing will literally just come naturally. You won't even think twice about it. Yeah. It may at first be difficult to think like, oh, well, why do we do this? Well, why do we do that? But it will make more sense the further you go. Yeah. Well, I think another thing, so many times they're like, oh, I have to get cleaned up for my addiction first. Oh, I have to. That you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I have to stop, you know, watching certain videos. That you have to be perfect first. Yeah. And that is not the case at all. Mm -hmm. Once you give your life over, those things will be either A, taken away from you or B, you won't have the desire anymore. And so it'll just be a natural like falling away at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that we really need to like get a hold of because that is the essence of grace. Mm-hmm. So I just love that. And I loved the verse that you were, um, you told me about it was second John one, six. Do you want to like tell everybody that? Yeah, I can read awesome. it. Yeah. It says, and this is love that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. Um, and that was Jesus greatest command here on earth was, yeah. um, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just think that, those are probably the two biggest misconceptions that God is this angry, vengeful God and that Christians um, are just pretending to be happy or they're always happy or they're right. always, um, you know, just almost fake in a way, I guess you could say. Yeah, like they're just happy-go-lucky all the time and then like inside they're like breaking down or something. Like that is not like I mean I know Which, some people that are genuinely like happy all the time and I'm like well are you a mutant because <laughs> and I do have to admit though there are people that are within the Christian faith that do put up this facade that they're happy all the time because they feel the need to yeah because they feel this pressure to be happy all the time now that they've um, come to Christ but really that's not true you know we struggle just as everyone else on this earth struggles there's not one person who is escapes the trials of this earth you know mm-hmm. we we are all you know victim to 
the earth and to sin, but um, that's the whole point of Christianity is he takes the broken people and he really, he, he works on them. Yeah. And I think also there are a lot of things like I know I've been shielded from car crashes. I've been shielded from creepy people yes. that have been following me. We even had a situation the other day where there were people following us, but mm-hmm. we just, you know, and not to say that you pray and things just go away, right. but we covered It's ourselves. not magic here, guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, God is not a genie. I do just want to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you cover yourself in the blood of Jesus and just say, Lord, like, you know, cover me from the situation, pray you keep us protected and safe as we're out and about and driving our cars. It's things like that where, when you don't have God in your life, there's a chance that you won't be protected from that car Because crash. you're only relying on yourself. Right. Yeah. And there's no way you can protect yourself from everything on this earth. No. There's just no way. No. So that's what we want to say. Just like, it's not magic and you're not going to be sh- like, everything's not going to be taken away from you. But there are so many things I know in my life personally, um, where because I've believed, because I've covered myself in the truth of his word, I have been kept from things same or i've had like almost kind of um premonitions like i i'll just have this well premonitions is probably not the right word yeah <laughs> it's no. not it's you have like a like a gut feeling yes that's, that's better yes, yes. <laughs> premonitions thank you thank you sorry about that <laughs> i retract that statement um but um i'm still learning guys you know yeah, we're, we're all okay. learning together but yeah just certain things where you know maybe i shouldn't go down that street or maybe yeah. i shouldn't um turn this corner or um continue talking to this person or whatever it may be. And it ends up where it's like, wow, I could have been in a really serious situation if I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit basically telling yeah. me, like, you know, warning me. Yeah. Um, well, and one thing I do want to share, I have an awesome praise report, but um, yeah. I don't have enough time in this episode to actually go through it. But if you want to check it out, it's on my Instagram at Olivia Heyman, and I'll be talking about that soon. I'm so excited about it, but it was like, this awesome prayer that was answered and I'm just like giddy about it. But uh, I did want to share one more thing and it kind of goes off of what uh, I had said earlier. Mm -hmm. But when you have relationship with Christ, you know your name. Mm. There's so many times I loved um, something that Emma Jenkins said. She said, uh, people call you names because you don't, they don't know their own names. There we go. Sorry. I probably (laughs) butchered that. But I loved that. And I was like, man, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And I think so many times in life we forget who we are. We feel passionless or worthless or, you know, whatever it can be. Um, but when you know that the King of Kings, the one who literally breathed into dust and created a human with like a heart and skin and, you know, all the things that we have, which is crazy to think about. And the one who spoke and like formed the stars in the sky, these crazy, beautiful things that he has spoken over you and called you chosen and beloved and said that we are his masterpiece, mm. not just like we're okay. no. We're a masterpiece that he created anew in Christ Jesus for the good works that God prepared long ago that we should walk in them. And that's Ephesians 2.10. And yeah, that makes me feel like a million bucks, dude. For Mm -hmm. real. Like, do you not feel like, wow, okay, I'm actually like totally worth something. I'm not worthless. I'm not these other things people have called me. Yeah. And even if you don't believe it in your heart just yet, even just repeating it, speaking it out loud, praying to God about it, it will become truth. And it's, it's ties in with the choice every day that you, that you believe these sayings in your heart. You believe these verses in your heart because, and it goes into the whole, the lenses that you're looking through. Yes. If you see yourself with like the dirty, you know, cracked lenses of what people have said to you, what you believe about yourself, you know, you're not going to be able to see it just yet. But when you start saying those things and renewing your mind daily, which Mm -hmm. also goes into choosing about, you know, choosing him every day, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to see through new lenses. And that's what life with God is like. But, you know, 
those things that people have told you, those things that they've said about you, um, that you're ugly or worthless or useless or whatever it is. Um, I just want you guys to rest in the fact that a man came to die for you and give you a new label 2000 years ago. Mm. You're not saddled with that label of uselessness your whole life. And you are purpose. That is your new label. And you're altogether beautiful and that you are worth dying for. You may yes. not have someone in, in your life that's willing to lay their life down for you. No. You might not have a human that's willing to do that. But I want you to know someone already did do it. And knew that you were going to be here on this earth today yes. and, and did it for you. Amen. And when you have a relationship with God himself, you have a name. You have a purpose. You have an eternity with the one who brings you out of the darkness of what other people have called you, of the expectations they've put on you, and gives you the fullness of life and a new name. Mm. And with Jesus, you'll never be nameless or faceless. Like, how awesome is that? You know, so many times at school, Amen. I remember walking through the halls and feeling like literally no one knows who I am. I'm just like another face in the crowd. Mm. But knowing that I'm not another face in the crowd, like I am called up and I am purposed. Does that not make you feel so much better, even if you're in like a crappy situation? Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, what can beat that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing that a person has ever told me on this earth will yeah. compare to the things that that you just said, those yeah. things, you know, that that he said about us and that he did for us. It's it's honestly unfathomable, dude. Like it is. I sometimes have a hard time wrapping my my whole brain around it, but a lot of people do and you just have to know that it's real and yeah, it's just it's amazing. And I was so glad we get to share this with you guys. Yeah. Like this is so cool cuz this is stuff that we're really passionate about and you know, like we've said so many times, this isn't, you know, something that you have to believe. No. We totally have free choice. And that is something that God gave to us. Mm-hmm. That has been the situation from the start. Mm-hmm. So you can do whatever you want. We are yeah. not saying, here, shove you into this pigeonhole and just, <laughs> you're going to like it. No, it's like you have a choice, but we want to really give you a robust view at this one choice. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that we're passionate about, like you may be passionate about hamburgers, go tell everybody about hamburgers, you know, write a hamburger, Do that hamburger podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I tried in and out today and it was just fabulous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's so awesome. But speaking of rapping, you want to go ahead and wrap up the show for us? Allison? Yeah, this I think this was a great episode. We, we I'm really so pumped. Yeah, I think that a lot of people, you know, like she just said, you know, not everyone is going to agree with us if this is not your life we're just sharing our personal stories and hope that you can gather some truth and some relatability from it and yeah if you can feel encouraged by it then that's what we're here to do so um if you guys want to tune in with us next week we have podcasts going up every week on spotify and hopefully apple Podcasts pretty soon yes we're being approved right now which is so <laughs> annoying i did not know it was going to take this long but we will be up we will actually, well, we're saying this, it's, we're talking about episode one at this point, but mm. it definitely will be up by the time you're hearing this episode. Yes. So do yeah. not worry. And also, if you want to check out our social medias, we are on Instagram at Dude I Love That Podcast. And we're also on Facebook. And uh, you could also follow our website, dudeilovethat.com. And yeah, just reach out to us. Send us a little comment, a little DM, and yeah. let us know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. And if this podcast episode impacted you at all, totally send a dm to us that would make our yes. lives right yeah. there you can send it to each of us individually i'm at olivia Heymond on instagram and she is at allison page underscore on instagram yes. thank you yes all right well bye guys thanks so much yep have a good one bye <laughs>